0: Welcome to Feminine Hijinx, where we're here to reinvent the other side of 40 with sass, crass, and kick kicking ass. ass. Hi, I am one of your lovely hosts, Angie Bailey. And I'm Susie Schubert. And on our agenda today, I found this great list of movies featuring inspirational midlife women, and we decided to watch one and go ahead and review it. There's so many great women out there making movies and there's been a movement in the past few years of women our age really not getting the meaty parts that they deserve so I love that we're focusing on one of these films today with a middle-aged woman foxy Kate Blanchett getting a meaty part getting a meaty part yes 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 so the movie we're reviewing today is 2019's where do you go Bernadette
1: Yes, I know, and of course I have to give the uh, Lord of the Rings shout out because she was Galadriel on the Lord of the Rings in the movies, and she was the perfect movies. Yes, see another reason to watch those amazing films, (laughs) (laughs) and
0: she's an elf goddess so it totally Cute. fits her oh my god you're like trying to slowly like reel me in i am. did you did you catch that <laughs> <laughs> I
1: just,
0: come over I to know. the happy
1: side oh i love oh. it
0: well we need so, that right now don't we Ange? The
1: we happy do need side. some
0: happiness yeah yeah i mean we we weren't of course, last week, thinking we were planning on talking about this, but there's a lot of unrest in our city of Minneapolis right now. I just wanted to take a couple of minutes to uh, talk about how we're feeling about it. Um, even though, you know, this is a fun, funny um, podcast, we are real people living in the middle of everything that's going on. And we know that everybody in the world is watching and mm-hmm. it's just a horrible, horrible, horrible thing. And we we're all about sharing our feelings and validating our feelings, and so we want to take just a minute to to talk about what we're feeling and what we're seeing here, um, where it's all going down. Yeah, I mean, you are actually close to the
1: actual action than I am. Um, I'm in Uptown Minneapolis, and so I don't. I'm not. I'm so bad at directions. I would say, I don't even know how far the. Uh, third precinct is from my house
0: but only a few
1: miles yeah right but you yeah. had some stuff going down pretty much right in your neighborhood in downtown
0: yeah it was mostly peaceful stuff although down on um at Hennepin and 7th they had all the the state patrol that were like in the full gear and there was some stuff happening down there by 1st Avenue kind of I yeah. was watching that um but the main stuff uh I did a little direction thing and it like from my place to 38th in Chicago is just a little bit over 3 miles. Okay. So it's it's just it's just right down the road but yeah, but it's it's close enough that it feels even more haunting. Well, yeah, you know, my um sister-in-law was going to
1: come by today and her husband was like, "I don't want you driving over there." Um, you know, she comes down 35 W and you know, it it just again brings together more of the reality of what we're dealing with as a country right now. And I gotta tell you, I'm like on the verge of tears all the time right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm having a really hard time just putting my mind around how this kind of thing, and I'm talking about the police action with George mm-hmm. Floyd, um, how this keeps happening. And you know, it's a it's a hard thing because on one hand, I'm angry about the fires and the looting and all of that because, you know, innocent people are getting hurt. They're getting their businesses and places destroyed because of this. Um, there are people coming out. A lot of the people that are doing this um, looting and violence and destroying, I th- I mean, I'm not down there, but it seems to me what I've heard, a lot of people are people that aren't even really involved in this situation. They're coming from other places and they're taking advantage of the violence, you know, to say, okay, well, I'm jumping in there and this is my chance to, you know, be an anarchist or whatever. And and I'm sure, you know, there are people that are strongly hurt and involved and, you know, being involved with it too. But, you know, I just... I, so on one hand, it frustrates me, but on the other hand, um, I completely wholeheartedly understand and feel empathetic toward the people that are doing this because you know quiet protests peaceful protests are not working and i Mm -hmm. i feel terrible but they're not you can't even Mm -hmm. bend the knee quietly without getting all sorts of rage around that and that's Mm -hmm. ridiculous that's what that's like the epitome of peaceful protest and mm-hmm. obviously, you know, so people can't be too surprised or upset when it gets to this level because the peaceful protests have not worked. And, know. you know, yeah. it. so it, it's a weird combination of feelings around it. You know, it's hard to know how to feel.
0: It is. And I and I don't even know, like, I'm a privileged white woman. I have no idea and couldn't even imagine that. The anger and the you know the feelings that the rage that someone would be feeling um in the middle of all this you know Mm -hmm. and and you know with just the years of discrimination being built up and all of that like there's no way I can even pretend to to know what that feels like um so it's it's a very complicated subject and I do I do feel badly that People, you know, are losing their businesses and their jobs and that sort of thing. I do, and um, you know, they've closed on twenty four targets in the area now, just um, preemptively, and shut down the public transportation system. And um, and I, it's just there's there's so many things happening that affect so many people. But honestly, I don't think it's going to stop until there's a conviction because it's just too big of a deal and i have to say we have the best mayor ever he's like the only one that's that's like vehemently saying we need to arrest this man there's no doubt about it i i do
1: not understand Uh, this morning again which just adds to my sadness anxiety anger i read how a cnn reporter was arrested Mm -hmm. i don't know exactly the details i don't know what he did but as far as I could see, he was just down there reporting like they do, and and he has a right to do, and he was arrested. But yet, yeah, that. yet, these officers who have killed a man, an unarmed man, has not been arrested. I know. I know. I'm sorry,
0: people, but what what the hell is going on? I know. I, I know. just... Yeah, yeah. Well, I also noticed too that like just there's no. I can't see any anyway in the footage that I'm looking at. There's no Minneapolis Police Department anywhere. It's all State Patrol and National Guard. Like, those guys aren't even showing their faces. Well,
1: I'll tell you, I lived through the L.A. riots. I was right in the shit when that was happening, like, very, mm-hmm. like, closer than I am now as far as where I was living. and Because that was going on everywhere throughout the city. I mean, you really couldn't get away from it no matter where you were. It was very, very scary. Um and and you felt very vulnerable. Uh, but it's the same. You know, it was the same thing. Like for the first few days, I actually drove away. I had a boyfriend at the time who kind of lived outside of the city. And I drove to his house. Um, and it took me like three hours to get to his house, which normally took, was like a 45 minute drive. And um, there were fires blazing all around me off of the freeway. And and I ended up driving in the carpool lane, which is a hefty fine that I could not have afforded to pay at the time. But I remember thinking, screw it, because there are no cops around to pull me over. So it was the same. There were no police anywhere to be found
0: Mm -hmm. at that time. Yeah. And I'm sure, again,
1: it's very complicated. I mean, you know, they don't want to risk their lives. But at the same time, it's just, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to think. I don't know what to feel.
0: But I I was saying how I'm
1: I'm supposed to go back to work on Monday. And, um, you know, I work at a beautiful uh, nail salon that the owners, I, I absolutely know, feel the same way I do about all of this stuff. And... But it's going to be really hard for me to go back to normal. It was already difficult with the COVID thing. Like, I'm very nervous about that. Um, They are doing all the safety protocols as much as you could possibly ask. So I'm going to get in there and try and see how I feel. But at the same time, if one person, I'm at that point right now, I feel like if one person gives me grief about wearing a mask or they have anything to say about this whole situation right now that is like... (laughs) not along my lines of thinking, I am just going to like blow up because all of that just feels so like it just doesn't matter right now. Like people getting their nails done just doesn't matter right now. But then Mm -hmm. on the other hand, I also like as we move on here and go on with our podcast, understand that there's also normalcy that we all need to get on you know feel in our lives somehow find some hope or some happiness you know for for me that wouldn't be getting my nails done but maybe for somebody else that is part mm-hmm. of what makes them feel like a normal person and you know we also need that too and I do understand part of that you know what I mean
0: yeah totally. so it's yeah. just it's tough it's very tough It is. And I also just want to mention that we're recording this on Friday. So if you're listening to this next week, we don't know what's going to happen this weekend. Um, And so obviously we can't put our psychic powers um, out there (laughs) to predict it. But uh, so if we're not talking about something big that happened this weekend, that's because we're recording on Friday. Yeah, that's a good point, Ange. Mm -hmm.
1: And all right. So shall we move on on. with our poop and try to have a few laughs here? (laughs)
0: <laughs> let's 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 well, let's let laugh about who- our poop all right okay so I want you to pull your poop out first and okay. show it to me <laughs> here it is ladies and gentlemen here it is. Take so a look. I'm
1: sure all of you like people are just d- waiting with bated breath to find out how I'm doing with my diet <laughs> oh hell yes hell yes <laughs> uh, I say that with irony of course um well, let's just say the diet is done. <laughs> so how long did it last? One week. It lasted oh, one week. One so, week too long. One week too long. So here, here is my thing with the diet. All right. So, yes, we copped out and we decided that we weren't going to do it anymore. But it wasn't for the reasons that... You would think it was not because I was starving and crabby and wanted to eat donuts or anything like that. In fact, after I pushed through the first three days, I was fine. What the problem was for me right now, and well, for all of us, both of us, was oh my God, so this diet is amazing, you guys. The food is amazing. It feels really good. But especially right now during a pandemic, trying to get to, okay, so we literally had to go to the grocery store every day or every other day to keep up with the ingredients that were needed for the juicing and the meals, because the same ingredients were used for, bo- for everything. So it's like, have you guys ever bought kale that comes in that giant, like, <sighs> looks like a fig leaf, it's so big, <laughs> like it's so, yes. you barely fit like yes. one bunch in your refrigerator? We would go through at least one of those a day. Jesus. So imagine ha- being able to store all that and go to the store every day, which you're not supposed to be doing right now in this pandemic, along with all the other ingredients that we needed. So to be, that was kind of the final thing that was like, I can't go to the store anymore. I can't be in the kitchen, you know, eight hours a day, either making the juices, cleaning the juicer, prepping all the food, cooking the food, and then doing it all again. And and the cost, honestly, of going to the store all the time for these ingredients that were really hard to find. You know, if you've seen like a box of arugula comes in plastic, you know, that, too, we'd go through in a day. So if any of you want to try this diet, I will say the diet itself is amazing. I felt great. I, I think I did lose some weight because, like I said before, I didn't have um, a scale, but I felt really like I did lose some weight. Um but you have to be prepared for all the realities of that with getting the ingredients and spending the money.
0: So mm-hmm. there's the poop. Yeah. Uh, there's you the You know, poop. I think about sometimes how much easier it is for celebrities who have chefs well, to just m- make this stuff for them. You know, and, and yeah. yeah, it's easier to eat healthy foods and to lose weight and you know all, all of that and because yeah you've got a personal trainer you've got a chef you've got you're basically you know you, you're on a regimen where other people are controlling what you're doing but when you're yeah. left to your own devices it's much harder <laughs>
1: and they have the money too right totally yeah Yeah. yeah. so I so. would like to say I remember what I broke my fast with what I broke this diet with like my naughty thing but I don't even remember oh, oh. I had a I had an ice cream float <laughs> <laughs> With Yum. Vivian's, have you ever heard of the soda called Cactus Cooler? No. You can only get it on the West Coast, I believe, and it's orange pineapple soda. Yum. It's incredible. She we had had it when we went to LA. And she bought a case for $25. She was feeling all flush with her stimmy and was like, I'm buying a case of cactus. Oh, God. (laughs) And it shipped by Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) What is she, a Rockefeller? Right? I'm like, can I have one? So I made a vanilla float with that cactus cooler. And I got to tell you, it was the best damn thing.
0: Yum. Well, that's a good thing to break your your dial with. (laughs) I approve I approve so That's awesome. I mean
1: the good the best thing about it though on the on the one hand is I would recommend it just for a cookbook. Honestly. Mm-hmm. The recipes are amazing. You feel great after you eat them because we'll still use it and guess what? The core man is now he literally asked for a vegetarian meal for dinner with chunks of tomato and onion which he has never done in his life. Damn. It has changed his eating habits. He's eating kale in a week wow well there's that that's worth that's worth
0: it right it was so
1: it was totally worth it i don't even feel like it was a failure that we didn't keep doing it nice well very good so there's my
0: poop what about yours girl well my poop is i don't know okay so i've been very very careful about you know going out in public and whatnot like just chris and i have gone out And I've been to a couple stores, but I've always worn masks and I'm very good about social distancing because I'm still in a high risk category. But one of my friends said, did I want to meet her down at this park near our house today? And I was like, hmm, I really got kind of panicky about it Mm. because, you know, yeah, people are loosening up. But at the same time, the numbers are still going up. And so, yeah, well, can you imagine, uh, too, after this riot stuff here? How yeah. it's gonna? Oh my gosh, it's gonna just spike like crazy around here. I know. I mean, I feel so bad for the hospitals. I know. I, it's just yeah, totally. So, anyway, so I thought about it. I talked to Chris about it, and I agreed. Yeah, I would. I would go because I do want to see this person. Um, but I was like, okay, well, you know, I'd done some research. going to wear a mask. You know, she wanted to sit in the middle of the bridge, and I'm like, well. There's a lot of people passing by. Why don't we meet on one end of the bridge and like just go sit like on the grass six feet apart? And she said that's totally fine. And so this is gonna be like my first time out having a social visit with someone. Yeah. So your inaugural visit. I know, I know, and I'm I, I do feel anxious about it. Yeah. Plus I I don't know, I just feel anxious about being out walking around by myself.
1: And I know that mm-hmm. I live like in a
0: in a pretty safe part of Minneapolis, like, yeah. as far as, you know, right by the river and everything. But um, I don't know, I still feel it's just a weird time. It's for a everything. very weird time.
1: Yeah. And like I said, I'm feeling more and more anxious about starting work on Monday for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. have been out and about I've been walking around the lakes. I've been walking with a friend every week. Um, we do stay six part away from each other. We don't even wear masks, but we stay far enough away from each other where I'm not really worried. I make sure to stay away from people when I'm walking, like if they're coming toward me and they're not moving away, even if Mm -hmm. they're wearing a mask or I'm wearing a mask, which I don't typically when I walk in like an open place, I do keep my distance. So Mm -hmm. I have been out there and I feel okay about that um, for the most part. But uh, here's my uh, life coachy, unasked for advice. I would say if it's making you nervous in this time, don't do it, Ange. It's not worth it. I mean, I know you want to see your friend, um, but I just feel like, and honestly, if it were just the COVID thing, I would be like, well, you know, I wouldn't be too worried. But with everything else going on, not even because I don't think you'll be safe, but my Mm -hmm. thought is we need to follow. In times like this where there's so much going on, we need to not, we need to really, I guess I shouldn't say you shouldn't go. I guess I would, would revise my advice to say, Quietly sit with yourself and feel in your body where that anxiety is coming from. Is it a place Mm -hmm. that you feel like is trying to trick you, you know, that you're not really okay? Or is it a real place that right now with everything happening, Mm -hmm. is it worth it to add another stress on your body when that's something you can do, even in another week, maybe you'll feel better about it when maybe, hopefully, things have died down around here or you're in a better place mentally where you've had a yes. break from some of this stuff because, mm-hmm. you know, it's really what it comes down to. And we're all allowed to sometimes feel a little overprotective of ourselves or, mm-hmm. you know, right, no one right. can make you feel badly about that because everybody deals with this stuff differently and it's OK. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I know, and you and I have been talking over the last few days just about, like, I have been in such depression and such yeah. feelings of hopelessness that I, and it's just like one thing on top of another thing on top of another thing, just these layers. And it's not, I mean, it is each one, but when they're layered like that, it feels even more that's exactly, stressful. That's exactly what I mean. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. So yeah. So I would just and I, sit and think yeah. on that, you know? Yeah. Okay, well, <gasps> you know what else I want to sit and think on is my armpits. It's getting warmer <laughs> outside. Well, at least we don't have to be anxious about our pits. No, we don't. And we like don't. if you have
1: anxious sweating like I do sometimes, they smell so fresh with my loomy deodorant.
0: Oh, yes. No. Peaceful pits.
1: Peaceful, happy pits. Happy so, pets. yeah, if you guys want to try it, I really suggest you do. And if you do want to try it, order it through our website, femininehyjinks.com. If you scroll down a little bit, you'll see um, a little ad for it. And then when you buy it through us, you actually get entered into a drawing to win some free Lumi. And it's mm-hmm. great stuff, you guys, because it's all natural. You don't have to worry about anything you're putting on your body or getting absorbed because, you know, it's it's really natural, great. Stuff,
0: so there. And it works is. for seventy two hours. So there you go. There it is. There you go. All right. Let's move on to our agenda item, which is our book. Our, oh. not our. Well, it's our movie that came from a book. Yeah. Called Where would You Go, Bernadette, based on the book by Maria Simple, and it's uh, it's a great book. Uh, the The description is a loving mom becomes compelled to reconnect with her creative passions after years of sacrificing herself for her family. Her leap of faith takes her on an epic adventure that jumpstarts her life and leads her to triumphant rediscovery. Ah, Just that that paragraph gave me chills. I know, and it's such a great – it's a great book, or it's a great movie for women our age for so many reasons. Oh, my God. I
1: know. I I can't even – what's so funny is (laughs) – once again, I'm sitting here uh, frustrated with myself because my notes that I wrote about this are downstairs. They're not up oh, in the Schloss because yeah. I, I wrote down some great notes about this
0: movie. But you yeah. know, I I, I didn't. Well, even I wrote, Oh, so I won't know it's down too. So maybe our notes are a little bit the same. Well, what I'll start by saying, and it was going
1: to sound better if I could have read them off my notes because I had it all written down to read from. But I, right from the very beginning, it captivated me because it started with, I would assume, is a passage probably right from the book about. Um, I can't remember what she called it, but it was that you know I always talk about the fight or flight thing about how you know we're trying to keep ourselves safe. But she's the daughter is narrating this about her mom and immediately talking about, you know how when you first get something and you're super excited about it, but mm-hmm. even like the next day, some of that excitement goes away. And over time, it's just the same old thing.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: did you remember what that was called? There's an actual uh, scientific yes, term it for it.
0: The, the discount... Yeah, there's a word, there's a phrase for it that I wrote down. Damn it's it. like something, of, something about dis, the discount principle or something yeah. like that. how, how like every day it loses value. Yeah, and it's also
1: you know aside from what I say is you know the negativity thing that we're constantly thinking because it it keeps us safe. This is mm. another aspect of that of keeping your brain clear for being um, open to any danger that could. Right that could come upon. So you're not overly like thinking about that thing. So you Mm -hmm. can move on and be open to, you know, any danger that's coming your way. And I was like, Oh my God, that's so amazing because don't we all do that?
0: Totally. We totally are always looking for the next thing. But what I, um, I just wanted to quickly explain, just give a quick little, more of a detailed synopsis of the movie. So there's Bernadette, and she's married. She's an architect, an award winning architect, and she's married to a big wig guy at Microsoft, and they have a teenage daughter. And she had gone through some bad times with her architecture program and had been, felt defeated, and it just sort of shut down mm-hmm. and um, become a, a little bit of an agoraphobic and a little bit of like a lot of anxiety, a lot of, you know, not wanting to deal with people and um, and so they were wanting to her daughter wanted to take a trip to Antarctica a family trip and then all kinds of stuff came up around that and then all these other stressors started happening and it's and and then you know it continues to a, a predictable ending but basically Bernadette just like disappears and nobody knows where she is but She gets to a point that you and I have talked about even recently where you just want to escape. You just want to get out because there's too much. Like everything that's happening is too much that it's just easier to leave. Yeah. Oh, my
1: God. I know. Like, I could relate to her from the very beginning. I hate traveling because I'm anxious about it. So if someone told me I want to go to Antarctica, I'd be like, ah. I'd be like thinking about all the things she was thinking about, you know, just like (laughs) scared about everything. And um, but yes, and, and also part of the her anxiety, or part of the reason that she was the way she was, is you know she'd had what was it like seven miscarriages or something, a lot. Awful. Of and then yeah. you know she finally had her daughter who had all these problems and almost didn't survive. So as you can imagine, her life was completely consumed by her daughter. And so as time went by, of course, you know as what happens in life, she just lost herself. It's mm-hmm. like she literally went to go find herself. And yes. and I just was like, as a woman and a creative woman, I could mm-hmm. I could totally relate to that so much and feel so so lucky that I have a husband and a family that supports and understands um that need for me and that I need to be that person that's always doing something creative. You know, and yes. I, and what I love too is that She, her husband was obviously, he loved her and he did support her, but because life gets in the way and his own stuff was going on, he kind of just stopped paying attention
0: Mm -hmm. to what she needed
1: and why that was the, that was, you know, really the base
0: of why
1: she was going through what she was going through.
0: Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, you and I have talked about this a million times, like, when we don't have something creative going on, you get depressed. You get anxious. You get like, I think about like, if we didn't have this podcast, I don't know how many people I would talk to. Like, I, because I'm a homebody and I yeah. am just like, and I, and, and I get depressed when I'm not doing something creative, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then somebody like her who, like, had so much of her life, you know, was, was engrossed by doing big creative things. And then all of a sudden, you know, she shut down and that's another piece like fear of failure. Like how, how many of us have such a hard time bouncing back from failure. And, and the fact that hers was like such a big thing when that guy bought the house and, and all that shit happened to it. Like, Oh my God, I know it was just heartbreaking. Like I can't even imagine. So like I, my middle age anxious self connected (laughs) so much To how she was feeling and truly understanding and knowing that if I were in that position and I had, you know, been for years now, like just dealing with not having a creative outlet and not having and having a sick child and all this other stuff, I could see myself becoming a crabby ass ranty person that doesn't want to be around anybody seriously
1: I agree I felt the exact same way like I totally and I had to laugh because I thought oh my god think of how many people around my neighborhood I've not been here long enough but like we're probably like who is that weird lady like You know, like, that's the funny part of this movie is her next door neighbor. And there's, you know, I don't want to give too much stuff away, but there's sweet stuff that comes out of it. But they have such a rivalry because, of course, the neighbor is like the gossipy mom from school who is like, cares way too much about what she looks like. And she's in her own little fantasy world. And she's like that perfect mom that does everything perfectly and always on Mm -hmm. the board of this or that in the PTA. And she just thinks Bernadette is so weird and cannot figure
0: her out. Out at all and I just had to laugh because I'm like I'm sure that's what people think about me <laughs> <laughs> oh my god how about that, that sign that she had made Oh yeah, <laughs> Bernadette had a sign made, like to put in her
1: like her yard that went right up against the neighbor's yard because she was just oh so pissed. God. Yeah,
0: and I totally
1: yeah. just related to all of that, like all of that. And when the the woman's like, "You don't belong with us, Bernadette," you yes. know, and she's like, "Amen yes. to that." And I can't even tell you how often in different situations I felt like that, you know. So totally. I was like, "Ra ra Bernadette," you know. Yeah. The the only things. I would say that I did have a hard time with this movie was um, a I she was such a person of privilege like they mm-hmm. had so much freaking money that they could just book a trip to Antarctica for three of them within like a few weeks of going there I mean the yeah. homes they lived in I mean obviously you know they both were very successful people that had great jobs and They worked hard. They worked hard for the money. (laughs) So, you know, I'm not like coming down on them for that or anything. But, you know, wouldn't we all just want to like get away? Wouldn't we Mm -hmm. all just want to like hop on a trip and go to Antarctica or whatever? Well, you couldn't pay me to go to Antarctica. I'd go to a sunny beach. I wouldn't go someplace cold.
0: (laughs) But you you know what I mean? Didn't you feel cold during like half of that movie? I know. I know.
1: Um, so that part bugs me a little bit because as much as I can relate to her wanting to get away and getting away is I think really important for a lot of women to just do that sometimes, whether it's Mm -hmm. Antarctica or just say, guess what? I am like, whether it's a girl's weekend or even by yourself, I'm going to go have an overnight at a hotel in town just to be by myself for like Mm -hmm. a night, you know. Um, But but it just bugged me that, that, you know, idea of once again, kind of like the Adele diet, you know, the cert food diet, it's just Oh, anybody can do this, you know, that kind of stuff just kind of drives me crazy. So I'll say that. And then the other thing is, I think, you know, at one point, their family sort of Comes up with this intervention because they're really worried about her, and they have reason to, you know, worry about what she's dealing, what Bernadette is dealing with. But the husband, you know, is is ready to like ship her off to some place. Yeah. Um, but I I I do want to say that I do feel like she had things that she should would really have benefited getting help from. She was mm-hmm. depressed and she was anxious, and she wasn't willing to get help for that. And again, I don't want to give away anything in the end, but it's a happy ending. And she, you know, gets to pursue some more creative things. And she realizes that's part of what her problem is. But I, I really wish they still would have addressed that, yes, she was going to get some help. Maybe they I did agree. and I missed it. But I, that's no, an important part of that. You know what I mean? That I feel mm-hmm. like shouldn't get glossed over because that stuff's still going to come creeping in. What if that yeah. thing she goes to do gets completely destroyed?
0: She'd be way back in the same place without any help. Absolutely. No, I had the same exact thought. I mean, just I mean having gone through depression and anxiety like on and off for years, like I I know what it looks like and she was like passing out in the pharmacy. Like I mean, <laughs> she was I mean, she couldn't sleep. She was like, "Right." I mean, it it was it was not a good thing, and it was more than a trip to Antarctica, you know, could have helped. So right. I agree, I agree, definitely. But um, the two things that I took away, and these are like two things that I thought were like the cutest things of it <laughs> that I had to write it down. One, penguins. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Penguins. Were they not
0: the cutest? Were they not the cutest little penguins? They were. And to
1: be honest, I was like so sad for the family, for the daughter, as they sat there with penguins all around wow. them. And this was the daughter's dream to go to Antarctica, and she was so busy worrying about her mom, she didn't even look at those penguins.
0: I know. I know. That was very sad. I know. And then the second thing that I thought was so cute... Is their dog's name is Ice Cream.
1: Oh, my God. I wrote that down, too. You just reminded me. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's so funny. That was one of the first things I I wrote down. Me,
0: too. (laughs) Ice Cream. (laughs) It just made me so happy. I'm like, that's so cute. And and also, I think it shows, because at the beginning, you know, Ice Cream is trapped. And so they're trying to get up there. And I think it... I love how it shows, like, the relationship between the mom and the daughter. How it is close. They really are best friends. I mean, they really do. Like, seeing Cyndi Lauper in the car together and, like, all of that. Oh, I loved that. I did, too. So you get to see the side of Bernadette where, yeah, she's, like a real person capable of happiness and capable of all this other stuff. And, you know, she she climbs that awful ladder to get the dog. And, I mean, she's just, you know, she's... And then you see this other part of her and it just, I think, shows how many layers we all have. Oh, I love that, yeah. And you know what else I loved is
1: sometimes, you know, it can be unhealthy, obviously, to have your children be your whole life. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, we love our kids with our whole hearts and would do anything for them, but there needs to be more to your life, But what I did love about it is there is some of that in this movie. But at the same time, they obviously did a great job with their daughter. She was so well-rounded. And all she wanted for her mother was to be happy. And she was more than willing to... Um, let her go and do what she needed to do and and I loved that whole aspect of the of the movie, too, where, like when Bernadette disappears, the dad, of course, is frantic and and you know, trying to find her, and she needs help and blah, blah blah but the the daughter, of course, is worried, but she's more worried about you know is mom okay in the sense of like, is she finding what she's looking for yes. more than, you know what I mean? Yeah, She's yes. like, dad, she needs to do this. And I know she won't completely disappear because she would never leave me. Yeah, And I just yes. was like, Oh, that was so beautiful. It and it was. made me just be like, okay, you know, yes, she lived for her daughter, but it was obviously a healthy
0: relationship in that way. Mm-hmm. You know, totally, totally. So, Yeah, I I guess to to wrap it up, we definitely recommend this movie, especially those of you that are looking for movies about strong, you know, featuring strong midlife women. Kate uh, hits it out of the park, and it's just an overall good film with a lot of good messages, and it's entertaining. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely your little chick flick. It's very,
1: um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Predictable. You know, yeah. I mean, there's nothing new in there that you don't see coming or so if you're looking for some cerebral, whatever, you know, award winning, it's not that it's a light hearted, fun movie. Um, but at the same time, it does give you the feels in all the good ways and does make you really think about being a woman who's independent and rediscovering and how important that is to keep those things alive in us. And to talk about it with our loved ones, to make sure they understand, too, just how important that is for us, you know? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So two boobs up. Two two boobs up. I agree. I agree. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yay. Well... (laughs) Well we hope that we will come at you with another movie review in the coming weeks and we'll see uh we'll see how well this one's received and see what happens
1: yeah and you know what's funny is I just realized we never talked about what we're gonna talk about next week. I just thought the same thing so <laughs> we usually like have this all prepared okay next yes. week we're gonna talk about blah 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 that I think. In a funny way, in an ironic way, it sort of fits the world right now, right? Like, what the hell is going to happen tomorrow? (laughs) We have no idea, but
0: we're just going to go with the flow. We are going to go with our aunt, Flo, that we don't have anymore. (laughs) 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 Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, just tune in and be surprised. Yeah, be ready for your surprise next week, my friends.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys stay safe, stay healthy, all of the above. And um, we love you. And we'll see you next week. Love another indoor sports.
0: Well, you know what? You can find us every Monday on Feminine Hijinks dot com. And you can also download us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, and Facebook, and Instagram, and also Patreon. Uh, you can become a supporter of us So, wow. Yeah. And good night and good luck. (laughs) Good night and good luck.
1: (laughs) So we hope you have a good week. Uh, Yeah. And as I was saying, (laughs) that's like the person, like, when you're over at their house and they really want you to leave. And they're, like, trying to keep you all the hints. Okay, you can go
0: now. (laughs) All right. It's time to go now. (laughs) (laughs) Love another indoor sports. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Sorry about all that, right. Ange. I, oh, God. that's You know what? We get back on track. Either way. I totally whether, pod blocked you again. You pod blocked me. You did. You did. Thank God well, you're like, on. you're more on top of it than I am right now. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, you know, there's been times when I've forgotten to introduce ourselves and you got me back on track. So, you know, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good, We're man. all keeping it real here on Feminine Hijinks. We are. We are.
1: So we will see you next week. Yes, we will see you next week. And this time I really mean it. Love
0: another indoor sports. (laughs) XOXO. Bye. Bye. Bye.